0: Ah, welcome to the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You, the podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, a.k.a. Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We're going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life empowering our listeners to believe that they can achieve great things and if you are taking up running for weight loss it will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real head over to our website and take us up on our monthly keeping it real health challenge remember the thoughts and expressions of this show does not constitute medical advice now let's get into this week's show Ah, Welcome to another week of the show. I'm excited to bring it to you. Episode 96, Bouncing Back from Injuries. Okay. Before I do, before I get into it, let me thank our sponsor, the Strides app. Track all your goals and habits in one flexible app. With Strides, you can track anything, good or bad habits and smart goals with reminders to hold you accountable and charts to keep you motivated. Recommended in the New York Times, Strides have been called the most comprehensive, user-friendly, beautifully designed goal tracking app available. Imagine having all of your most important habits, routines, and goals together in one simple to-do list. Now you can. You can track anything you want with four types of goals. You can have a streak calendar. You can have something where you uh, reach a goal by a specific date. You can have daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, or rolling average goals or finally complete a project on time with milestones hit your running stride with the strides app today man and i use that app i like to set some reminders You can get overwhelmed if you put too many goals in there, but I I have like my top three things that I want to accomplish every day. Have it it remind me at 9 a.m. and then again at 9 p.m. Boom, that way I can stay on track. And when you are returning to a sport after, after an injury, it's so important to stay on task. If you ever suffered an injury in the past, and you had to go to physical therapy every Tuesday and Thursday. How important was it for you to be at that doctor's office or that, that rehab, rehab center on time? And if you expected to get some kind of relief from that injury, you had to make sure you were consistently going to rehab Maybe it was three months. Maybe it was only eight weeks. Maybe it was six months, depending on the severity of that injury. And so let me ask you, we would love to hear from you guys too. So please feel free to connect with me to Drees Parker on uh, social media, Facebook. I'll leave links in the descriptions, uh, in the show notes, so that you can easily contact me. My email is Coach at CoachTadris at gmail.com. We'd love to for you to share your stories. Have you experienced an injury where you had to bounce back? What did it take? Was running a part of it? We would like to hear from you guys, right? And so let me go ahead and start off by asking this question. We have a special guest that we're going to bring on the show today. His name is Matt Ayers. I'm super excited to have him on to share his story. Why? Because we've talked to several of his family members already. And he's a very intricate part of our program. And guess what? I couldn't think of a better guy to bring on to talk about injuries because he suffered the same injury I had. Around the same age, too. About that mid-30s, ruptured his patella tendon, playing basketball just like I did. But let me ask you, have you suffered an injury in the past? How did you deal with it? See, young athletes who play sports as a profession, they have incentive to get back on the court, the field, the diamond, right? Their mindset is do whatever it takes to get back to their sport as soon as possible because their team is relying on them. Or, and, (laughs) you know, the money's nice too. So they want that. They want to fulfill their contract, right? But what about everyday people like you and I playing uh, uh, our favorite sports on the weekends, aka the weekend warriors? when a majority of the population is not getting paid thousands of of dollars, how can we have the mindset to bounce back from an injury at any cost? Well, who's our team? Our team is our family, right? Our team is our family, but sometimes uh, our family and well-meaning friends may discourage us from going back to a sport that we once loved because they may feel as though uh, you know, it's too dangerous. You're getting too old for that. Hey, you can't be risking injury. You got bills to pay. Right. And statements like those, they they kind of they kind of irk me a bit. Right. Because maybe it's the don't tell me what I can or cannot do mentality that I have or uh, I just I just feel as though that Many people may have those self-limiting beliefs, but don't put that on me, right? Because wh- here's what I realize and what I want our members and listeners to realize is that if you don't use it, you will lose it. Let- let's take on, let's take the thought uh, you're getting too old, right? Whew. Not doing Anything or making an effort to rejoin your your sport of your choice will age you faster than anything else could. So getting back to playing will help you stay young. But if you just vegetate and just say, yeah, you know, I'm getting too old. You're right. I'm going a, I'm to a stop. When we have that tendency to stop, we stop doing everything. We stop stretching. We stop strength training. We stop everything. And that is one thing that you guys don't want to do. Let's take up that number two. You got to give up the sport because it's too dangerous. So I'm talking about I ruptured my patella tendon playing basketball, but I was carrying extra weight around. That's why it, it became dangerous for me. My overly competitive spirit, as well as uh, carrying this extra weight around wasn't a good mixture, okay? So here's my tip for that. It's like fine wine. We get better with age. And uh, what does that mean? With the aging process, we become smarter and wiser. We can play the game from an intelligent standpoint. See, even like major athletes like Michael Jordan and, and, and other athletes that we may uh, grew up on, Michael Jordan came into the league jumping and dunking over people. He left the game shooting jump shots. Intelligence, right? Let's let's think the game through by doing proper warm-ups, the appropriate stretches for your particular sport before and after play, using self control, right? Because like I said, you may you may decide I can never return to that particular sport because I am just too competitive and I won't learn my lesson. I will overdo myself. Well, that's a personal decision, but we can choose to practice self control to help us make decisions so as not to overextend ourselves, making each sport a safe and not dangerous activity to play. Let me address this next point. You can't be out there risking injury. You got bills to pay. I'm going to just keep this simple. Get (laughs) Aflac. You know? Once again, I I like to say that when, when people say you can't afford not to do something, you can't afford not to. Because again, what comes with being sedentary? Right? it obesity, diabetes, you know different forms of cancer if we're eating and we're not being mindful so um listen, we can't afford not to uh be able to do this. I got a quick story too we had um We had a member who was in her fifties and she remembers being very active younger um life happens. I can't say for for sure if it was an injury that derailed her from running, but she picked up some weight and she used to always think about what she could, what she used to be able to do. I said, listen, we have to, Holly, we're not going to live in the past, you know, and then we're not going to be overly anxious about the future. Live in the moment. This is where you are right now. And you've made a decision to get back into running. You've made a decision to do this beginner's couch to 5K program. And we're not going to live in the past. You can be better than what you were before, and so don't worry about being slow at this particular time. You you made a decision, and you need to congratulate yourself and be proud of yourself for getting back out here and doing something. Along the way, after competing in her first and second five Ks with us, some, uh, you know, this lady was is in her fifties. Uh, some younger ladies in their 20s was like, Miss Holly, you want to play uh, street hockey with us again? She was honored to be able to be in any type of shape to even consider the idea. See, why do you run? Some of us don't run just because we love running. Your favorite sport might be soccer, baseball, basketball. I got into running because I wanted to get in shape for basketball, Right. And the only thing that's trying to sideline me from uh, really getting out there, get, being competitive is COVID-19 or else I'll still be out there balling. Right. But I'm taking my precautions right now still. All right. And so how can you it could because every sport has one thing in common. You know what that is? It's running. OK, golf doesn't <laughs> uh, require you to run, but there's a lot of walking. In in uh, golf, and so how can you start a run walk practice after injury? Let me break it down for you. Number one, throw out all expectations. All right, this is a start of a new journey. Once again, erase what you were able to do before. Now you have to learn to contend with your new body, and this also includes those that may have. Uh, gotten COVID-19, you know, there's respiratory issues, you know, lung issues after dealing with COVID-19. So even if you were a runner in the past and were able to turn in a certain mile time, now you have to be patient with yourself. This is a new restart with your new body, the way it's operating. That's not to say that you can't bounce back or even be better but be patient. Throw out your expectations. Avoid thinking and dwelling on what you used to be able to do, as I mentioned. And with time and patience, we can be even better than we used to be. Number two, don't run on flat tires. Make sure you have the proper running sneakers for running. You don't want old basketball shoes, cross-training shoes, or some old running shoes. When you're coming off an injury, You want to make sure your body will be properly aligned. Wearing old shoes or shoes that's not designed for running will cause leg issues, back, feet issues down the road. And most likely, if you have experienced the injury, it's to one of those things, one of those body parts in the first place. So I advise you to not even just, not only um just no don't, don't just buy sneakers online or actually find a specialty sneaker shop that have professionals that can see how you walk and how you tend to wear your shoes so that they can put you in the best um you know shoes for you just like tires right we wouldn't want to put uh, my Volkswagen Golf tires on a Ford F150 you need the right shoe for your body type and such and I'm bringing it today, right? Uh, let's talk about number three, time over distance. Do not focus on how many miles you are covering when you're coming off of an injury. Set out for a time. Maybe it's uh, 15 to 20 minutes. Maybe it's 20 to 30 minutes of easy jogging. You will want to include a five minute, five to 10 minute warm up and a cool down surrounding those running times and make sure whatever stretches that you were taught to do during your physical therapy that you consistently do that on your running deeds as well, okay that way you keep everything stretched out, nothing fetching up okay and as the weeks of running with that rhythm starts to become easier, you could decide to bump up to thirty or forty minutes or maybe you will after about you know five or six weeks or how, whenever you feel comfortable, say, all right, now I'm going to go out for two miles and so forth. Number four, beware of the endorphins, right? So when you how to start this run-walk practice after coming off of an injury. A lot of times, you know, if you are new 100% to running, maybe you don't know what endorphins are. But if you have played sports in the past and you have gotten those happy, excited feelings, that rush of adrenaline is going to come back, all those memories of, oh, I feel great. I feel good today. This injury is not even bothering me. I'm going to go kill it, right? Endorphins is good, right? Well, when it comes to uh, making sure that we're taking care of our body, we want to make sure that those endorphins isn't causing us to do more than we're actually ready for. Okay, so you may feel good, but that doesn't mean that you, you know, those endorphins also may have you feeling like this felt so good today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I don't recommend that. Less is more. So my favorite running days is three days a week, Sunday, Tuesday and Thursday. Or maybe I'll switch it up and do a Saturday instead of a Sunday based on my family's weekend. Right. Run every other day. That way you are taking care of your body. And and what are you going to do in between time? That takes me to number five. Uh, Get your cross-training sneakers, right? And so why did I say that? Because I want you to do some other form of exercise besides running, right? Strengthening your whole entire body is good and important for your overall health. Training your muscles Will help create stronger bones, increasing your bone density. And see, bone density is something that we lose as we age. So when we do, when we pay attention to the days of the week and we add those strength training days in there, it'll help us age and we won't be as brittle. All right. And also, we get to strengthen the muscles around the injury that we had sustained, making that part of our, ourselves stronger, and not have a chance of re-injury, okay? And so that will lead me to number six. My number six point is consider the run, walk, run method. I used to run half marathons nonstop, and at least I would attempt to because that's what I felt like that was necessary. Uh, but then I would be in pain in the last several miles. I would be in pain for the next couple of days afterwards, once again, I ruptured my patella tendon in 2009, returned to 5K races in 2012, ran my first half marathon in 2014 with the help of a chiropractor who actually told me that you can do it. See, before I ruptured my patella, I never ran a half marathon before. I never even ran anything over probably five miles before that time. So the guy, when I had got the urge to run my first half marathon, uh, speaking of which, we're going to be doing the Atlantic City Marathon Series, uh, April 25th. My Keep Calm and Run to the Best You program will be participating in that live event. Of course, very uh, adhering to all the COVID-19 protocols, wearing masks up to the starting line and so forth. and. And, um, you know, keep keeping everything safe. So I'd like to give a shout out to the Atlantic City Marathon Series for putting on this event. You guys, I'm going to leave a link to signing up because they are also looking for virtual participants. Last year with in 2020, with everything turning virtual, we had some participate, some participants across the world, which was really cool. To support the Atlantic City, New Jersey, uh, marathon series. So if you're looking for a challenge and you want to throw yourself into that, that would be awesome. You can also uh, sign up for the triple threat, which is uh, signing up for three races and complete competing in those virtually, and then getting a uh, you know a medal in all three events plus the triple threat medal, which is always a huge. Nice accomplishment. And it just makes you feel good. Have something on the calendar, guys. That's what I always say. You got to put something on the calendar to keep yourself focused, motivated. All right. And uh, for anyone out there who feels as though that they can't run a half marathon at this time because you never even ran a 5K before, that's where our program, our Run a 5K program comes into place you can sign up for that and i'll teach you online give you some strategies give you some uh, schedules to follow and you will also have access to our online accountability program where we try to we teach people how to eat right according to their goals and for those that have um running experience but want to take that next step they need help with setting their dates on the calendar they need help with what Program should I use to train for this particular goal event that I have coming up, you will go on on into our show notes and select the online accountability program because with that, you already have experience, but we're going to um, help guide you to your goal race. And even if you have already touched your goal event, such as I've already done a half marathon, but you wanna get faster, it all all, um, works out in that, uh, program. So, and with that, you also get one-on-one, I would call you and we'll go over things together. How cool is that? Right. And so number seven, that leads me to number seven. Oh, and if I didn't talk about the run, walk, run, I apologize. Let me go back to that for a second. When I learned about the run, walk, run method in 2015, I was a nine minute per mile runner. My fastest mile at that time was about, you know, 840 something but when i got into the half marathon um i it would be like nine minutes or or later as the race dragged on the more my time for those miles were getting to like 10 11 12 minutes like mile 13 was a struggle well i met jeff galloway in 2015 at that time i did two minutes of running with a 30 second walk break I did that the whole entire half marathon and ended up with a time of um, seven minutes faster than my fastest best before. It was amazing. I started teaching it to my, um, my members, taking them from 5K runners up to half marathon runners, and they never looked back. And these are individuals that I'm talking about. These are parents who are enjoying running. Some of them are returning to running after an injury and still can still find the joy using the run, walk, run and doing bigger and better things. And I'm so proud. uh, I'm so happy to have been able to come across this and make it an intricate part of our program. Last but not least, guys, sign up for your first event. You really want to make running special because uh, this is the one sport that doesn't matter how old you get. We see people out there in their seventies. You know what? Bill Russell, he's probably like seventy some years old right now, probably like seventy five or whatever years old. He can't still play basketball, right? Michael Jordan's been retired for twenty years. He can't he? Can't go out there and compete. But you know who can still compete? Runners. Love it. You can still win your age group at the age seventy. Even if even if uh, you were the only one out there, guess what? You still beat all the other seventy-year-olds that decided to stay home. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we're going to take a break. But before I do, let me give you this motivation quote. And actually, um, listen. I, I know I say golf isn't a, isn't a sport that requires running, but I'm going to give you this motivation quote, and then I'm gonna set the ball on the the golf ball on the tee and. And and, and tee it up for our next member that we're going to bring on to the podcast. But that quote is this mirror, mirror on the wall. I'll always get up after I fall. And whether I run, walk or have to crawl, I'll set my goals and achieve them all. I like to thank Aaron Baskins for sending me that quote. And guys, that quote is so, so Apropos for what we're talking about. Because when you return from an injury, you won't be the fastest, obviously. And you might have to crawl a little bit. But what is your mindset? Are you going to set that goal and achieve them all? Let's go. Let's get it together. Right? And so, next up, I have the privilege of talking to Matt Ayers. One member in whom we've helped bounce back after injury. You've heard plenty from Matt's family, like his wife Katie Ayers. We had her on the podcast twice. We had his mother-in-law, Marie Gary, who's been killing it. We had her on the podcast twice. So Matt is stepping out of the shadows. And he's coming on to share his experience about bouncing back from a devastating injury. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, I want to take a moment to tell you about Thrive Market. It's an online service that will deliver straight to your door nutrition based on your dietary needs. So if you are keto, they have keto type snacks. If you like Whole30, they have Whole30 approved salad dressings and ketchups and things of that nature. Being that I try to keep my nutrition real, if I go to the supermarket and look for a salad dressing, it's going to have all sorts of ingredients that I can't pronounce, as well as sugar, high fructose corn syrup, soy as the main ingredients. You can avoid that by making a salad dressing yourself. However, that can get a little boring. But Primal Kitchen, which is one of Thrive Market's foods, they have some of the most amazing delicious salad dressings made with organic avocado oils and nice natural herbs and spices into these salad dressings. You can get Thousand Island salad dressing. What I love is the ketchup. The ketchup is so delicious. I actually take it out to restaurants with me because it doesn't have all that stuff that I mentioned, like the high fructose corn syrup and things like that. So if you're ready to take your health to the next level and you want good, wholesome snacks and dressings for your foods... Order from Thrive in the description. I will leave a link to Thrive and you'll get $25 off your first purchase. Uh, Welcome back to the show. I am joined by Matt Errors. I teed it up for everybody about how important it is to have the right mindset when getting injured. And then having the right mindset that you need to return back to a healthy lifestyle and or return back to the sport of your choosing. So, Matt, thank you so much for spending time with me. You just got off work. We appreciate you. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you doing
0: today? I'm doing good, man. Matt, let's tell everyone uh, what kind of injury you suffered and how old you were when you when you got that injury.
1: So I was uh, 36 years old when I was uh, injured. Uh, I was back in 18. Um, It was during the summer, and I injured my uh, patella tendon. I ruptured my patella tendon on my left knee and fractured the front of my kneecap. So when the patella tendon let loose, it brought some of the kneecap with it. And they had to remove that bone in there and everything else. So that was three years ago. I was thirty six then.
0: That's like that's a compound injury. Not only did you rupture, the tendon, but breaking that kneecap. And yeah. uh, what, what wasn't that like the worst pain? It, the, the pain wasn't so bad. It
1: was more of the oh crap factor. What happened? What is going to happen? What does my future hold?
0: Hmm. You know, did, did you you may or may not have heard some of the uh, the aforementioned statements that I used? Right, once the injury happens, people are more likely to tell you things. And I want to see if you heard this for yourself. Like, uh, you're getting too old for basketball, Matt. Um, basketball is too dangerous, and you got bills to pay. Uh, you know, what what did you think about you know some of those type of statements? Did you hear them? Did you buy into them?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, of course, I did hear those statements. Um, I, I heard them from my son, who I was playing one on one against when I was playing basketball at the time. Um, you no, know, I, I heard it from my wife, who told me you need to stop playing basketball. My mother, my, my, my father told me you need to stop playing basketball. And, uh, it, you know, it, it hurt kind of in, in a way because, you know, I, I played the sport for so long and I love the sport. So,
0: you know, what's funny is I, I hurt my patel tendon playing with my son, too.
1: Okay. Another thing we
0: have in common. So, I think, I think, uh, you know, may, maybe, you know, we get a little competitive when it comes to our kids, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's just that different fervor. My, my son, he got really, I, I was fouling him on purpose because I didn't want him to win. And right. I mean, I was giving him the business, and I didn't know that he was going to give it back to me. Like, he got so upset, and he was just like really like, pushing me and pushing me. And, like, I was ready to turn around and slam him, to be honest with you. And he jumped jumped on my back to the point, like, he really physically jumped on my back so that I wouldn't score because it was, like, that tight. We were playing 2-1-2, and it was that tight where the next person in the scores wins. You know what I'm saying? And I was fouling him, but he didn't have the ball, so he couldn't call foul. Where whereas when I had the ball, I could have called foul, but instead of doing that, I got you know prideful and was like, oh, "I'm gonna take you even if you are fouling me." And I went to right. turn with him on my back and carrying 217 pounds. <laughs> that that was the highest I've ever weighed, and boom, that thing just snapped on me, man. Yeah. Um. Let Let me ask you this. Uh, so when you heard those statements, how did they land for you? Did you? Did you say, you know what, honey, you're right. Let me just give it up?
1: For, for a moment. Obviously, when I was laying there in the emergency room, I was thinking, man, I, I'm done. I'm not playing basketball again. And, uh, it, you know, it, it was a long recovery. It probably took me a good year and a half, two years, to get back to, you know, being athletic again. But laying there in the ER, it was like, oh, man, I'm never going to play this sport again. And, it, it, you know, I... I I still I was playing competitively up and then up and then, in Vancouver City in the league and I played in Margate in a couple of leagues. And I was thinking to myself, you know, that, I'm done that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was disheartening.
0: So let's fast forward a little bit. What was your first encounter with the Run to the Best You program? And at what point did you decide to give running a shot for you?
1: So it would be about three years ago was my first encounter. My wife Katie had joined the group. She's you know she's she's a member of the group and as as I am now, and um, she was out there running doing her thing, and uh, I was doing physical therapy. So I was in physical therapy for my knee, riding a bike, couldn't quite run yet, couldn't full weight bear, but but I could ride a bike no problem. So when she was doing the run run group, I would come and you probably remember this, I would come and tag along and I would just ride my bike beside her. And uh started out with that. I would ride up a little bit, turn around, come back and started that that was my first encounter with the run group which was was through my wife Katie, because she was a member, she was doing well with it. She would tease me and say she was the most athletic one in the house now and uh <laughs> yeah. so, I guess on the bike and started, I just started following everybody. I, I think I read, I led one of your races as a, a volunteer. Uh, had a hard time keeping out in front of that dude that was really fast because he was right on my tail, even though I was on the bike. But that those were my first encounters with the run group.
0: Yeah, man. You, you know, to be honest with you, my first encounter with Matt Ayers was when Katie signed up to the program in September. Um, from September to January 1st, was her session so her session was over, and she said I probably take the winter off, and then next thing I know, the next week she shows up with checking hands. Said my husband said that I have to keep going because I'm in a better mood when I run. <laughs> so from her, I from you the- remember
1: that and you, you are absolutely right. Yes, she wasn't. <laughs> she did. She did her fi- her first five k, and she was like, oh, I'm not gonna do it. It's a little expensive. This, that, and the other. And I'm like, no, I'll do it. And that's. I guess that's when I started coming around. <laughs> yeah.
0: So and then um. And then, like you said, you're absolutely right. You had the volunteer shirt on and you were doing your thing, man. And then you showed up. You showed up in November on the bridge. And, uh, you know, you are so competitive, right, that you had that limp in your gait. And she was concerned that here he is. He's so he's such a superstar because you were fast, even with a gait. You know what I mean? But I wanted to make sure you kinda of slowed down a little bit to make sure that your form was gonna be proper and everything like that. Yeah. Um but those were funny times too because she's worried she was worried that you were gonna injure yourself again, you know? Yeah. And um but you stuck with it. You stuck with it. And um we talked about this earlier that both Marie Geary, your mother-in-law, and Katie has been on the podcast twice. This is your first time. I, I, yep. told, I told everybody you're stepping out of the shadows a little bit and <laughs> revealing your own story here. What, what do you do for 11? Let's tell our listeners that.
1: So I um, work for Galway Township. I am the director of public works for Galway Township. So I oversee all of the public works operations uh, in the township, um, everything from snow removal, leaf collection, recreation, Senior services, the sewer department, all that stuff.
0: And since you uh, oversee other people working, is it still a physical job for you?
1: So it can be physical. Um, but it, you know, if, if I want to mix it up and get into the mix with the guys, I mean, I'll, I'll get out there every once in a while and help them out. If time is permitting, you know, usually I'm tied to the office and all the administrative duties. But uh, it definitely gets ment- mentally uh, challenging. It gets physically challenging. For example, natural disaster, snow, sw- snows, hurricanes, windstorms, flooding. It's all hands on deck at that point, and I'm out there with the guys, and we're pulling trees off the road. We're I'm plowing snow with them, and all that stuff. So it's it, it, it's more mentally challenging, but it's it, it definitely can be physical at times.
0: And how do you feel running the way you have been over the last year and a half now? Has helped you with your profession?
1: So, uh, I definitely, I'm in better shape, obviously, for that. Um, Before the run group and even before, you know, even more recently in January, uh, you know, uh, I've been trying to really stick with my diet and working out and running more regimentedly. But uh, yeah, it definitely helps out. I don't find myself getting tired at two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, looking for that cup of coffee. I feel like I I'm physically more fit to, you know, do the job and, and that transpires over to the mental part or, you know, I have to be mentally focused as well.
0: Well, that's interesting that you bring up the nutritional part. And we're gonna talk about that in a second because you can't outrun a bad diet, right? And yeah. um something clicked with you in January. We'll talk about that in a second. But what I wanted to ask you was um, were you always athletic before your injury? I'm talking about back in high school. Um, did you play sports growing up? Were you known as that, that, uh, you know, jock in high school and, and if so, what kind of changed if, if anything?
1: Uh, yeah, I was, I was definitely athletic growing up. All as a kid. I played soccer, baseball, uh, obviously basketball, you know, was my number one sport, uh, pick up football games out in the neighborhood, pick up football. I grew up behind Arthur in school. So we go out there and we have pick up basketball games, pick up football games out there in the snow and everything else. And, you know, I, I was always one of the more athletic guys and, uh, was able you know, run faster, jump higher than, than, than most guys. So yeah, I was always really athletic growing up. And, um, yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. And when you started to come out of school and everything like that, did you find like, you know, I like to say life happened where before you know it, you, you know, maybe you don't play as much or or maybe when you were younger, you can get away with eating a whole sub and still right. still go play and not gain any weight. Right. Um, when did that kind of stuff change for you? Like, did you go to college? Uh, was it like when you started having your first son, things like that?
1: I would say I was really athletic and really good shape up to probably. 34, 35 years old, probably around 35, 36 is when I started. My metabolism got started to slow down. And I started to get lazy. I mean, I, I could go out and, you know, in my, when I was 30, I can go out and run a seven, eight minute mile without even training for it. Mm. Uh, I, I like to say I had a high motor. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I got that, that, that will. I got, I got a motor.
0: You still do. Um, yes.
1: Yeah. And I think that changed when I, when I turned, you know, got into my mid 30s. So, you
0: know you, you know um regardless of a person's height weight whatever um you can see the person's motor underneath their exterior you right. know, you know what i'm saying and you come out there with this uh, this fierceness this competitiveness this drive and it's coming from somewhere and one of the places it come from is because you've always been that way up until right. up until your injury you know what i mean um like you said though that you did start to get a little lazy so maybe those food choices started to catch up to you. All right. And um, so let me ask you, you know, I, the injury obviously was your wake up call. That was, that's one that I can say, right. Was there any other things that kind of woke you up to say, Hey, I, I got to start making some changes here.
1: I, uh, you know, I, I would find myself getting tired of work. Like I said, I, and I think I mentioned it earlier at around two, three o'clock I was, I was tired. I was dog tired. And, uh, I would come home, sit on the couch before Katie would get home from work. <laughs> Wasn't doing no housework around the house. And I would wake up just before she got home and I, I looked like I was busy all afternoon. When in actuality, I was taking a nap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I definitely noticed that, uh, my pants were, were getting tight and, you know, my stomach was sticking out over them and then it just didn't feel right. You know,
0: people was accusing you of wearing skinny jeans all the time, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That was just, just not so, so with that, you know, sometimes you would come to the group and uh we would get around our circle at the end and we'll talk about motivation. Um, you know, maybe we'll do some celebrating about how this person lost this amount of weight last month or whatever. We'll clap it up. Um we we you might hear me talk about, hey guys, let's eliminate sugar, let's eliminate some grains for a little bit. You know, out of our diet in order to you know run healthier and stuff like that, and you would laugh and you would say stuff like, you know, I I, I had a pizza for lunch, you know, um, but something happened in January that kind of like you know fired you up. What what got you committing to the nutritional side of things?
1: So I'm competitive, right? Yeah. Super competitive. So we we had that New Year's Day race. I got smoked smoked on new year's day i couldn't i couldn't catch the person in front of me i was huffing and puffing and i was beat by like a a minute and a a half another member of the group i didn't like that and uh so i decided that it was time for me to get the nutrition under control i mean every day at lunch it was chinese Mm -hmm. pizza Picking markets got a nice sub deal. Go over there, get that sub deal for five bucks. It's
0: with the with, with the with the free with the free soda that comes with it.
1: Free soda. Uh, never got the water instead of the free soda. Always got the free soda. Facts. Right. Uh, you know, for breakfast, it, 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 it's you know I work in town, so I I know all the foodie spots in town. So it's it was easy to you know run up to A Carver City, go to Pepes and get that the the fried. Um, enchiladas and all that other stuff that's up there so yeah it was i, I had to change that at by lunchtime habits were terrible
0: and then only that i
1: would come home and have a huge carb dinner for lunch or mm. uh, not for lunch for dinner mm-hmm. like pasta would have um uh whatever just a big huge you know plate of pasta with the with the side of garlic bread and everything else that
0: that, that needed to change I definitely was going to say garlic knots. Like, I mean, like you, you, you look like you love some garlic knots. You know what I mean? Uh, I I do. I do.
1: (laughs) I I don't have to cut that stuff out completely. Yeah. I I eat it in moderation. So on the weekend, if I want some wings or something like that, I'm going to have some wings. Or when I have a nice pasta dinner on like Sunday, yeah, I'm going to have a pasta dinner. But it can't be every day for lunch. It gets
0: yeah bad. Now, now in January, when you really tighten things up and you you cut out the sugar and the the beer and the different things like that, uh, how much did you end up losing? Do you remember what what it was in that first month of January?
1: I think that first month. Wasn't it like 13 pounds or something
0: like that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what a a change. What a difference. And, um, you know... You reached out to me. It was like, yo, coach, I'm I'm ready to eat off my arm, right? I gave you some some tips, but then yep. then then you start getting the ball rolling. Like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, inc- increase. You can have potatoes. Ha- have some potatoes. You know what I mean? Make sure the plate is full. You, you know, your, your engine, your F150, right? You, you know, maybe you're F250, right? You can't be fueling the F250 with something that you're gonna put in a little golf Volkswagen golf. You yeah. know what I mean? I keep playing my car out. You know what I mean? This is my second time referring to my little small car. <laughs> 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 but you know what i'm saying you 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 need a little more fuel and so Correct. therefore you made those adjustments and you killed it man 13 pounds down but uh do you know how much you are overall because you lost another five pounds this month
1: so since, since since january so at christmas i was 262 heaviest i've ever been mm. i mean i was eating all the quarantine snacks and uh at Christmas I was two sixty two and yesterday when I weighed in I was two thirty four points.
0: Nice.
1: So I'm I'm down twenty eight pounds. So feel good. Definitely it's definitely easier to run. So yeah.
0: So you're saying that um you're saying that you may have something during during the weekend, you know, a day or two um, so are you following anything in particular throughout the week?
1: Uh, just trying to cut out mostly all carbs and sugar.
0: Okay. Uh, I still
1: have my creamer in the morning, so I still have my coffee with the creamer in the morning. I, I can't give, can't give that up because coffee just don't taste the same. Okay. So I, I have my little bit of coffee with the sweetener in it and that works for me, you know? Yeah. Um, but one thing that I have done that we haven't mentioned yet is I, I did join the gym about two, uh, at the end of January. So, I've been doing a lot of strength training, a lot of lifting, um, a lot of core exercises, sit ups, push ups, and uh, that that seems to keep my metabolism up throughout the day, not just the running. Because you know, with running, you can plateau.
0: Exactly. That's what. So, that's one of the things that I wanted to ask too. Um, you know, let, let's let the listeners know your schedule for the week because it's not all about running. It's, first of all, you can run all you want, but if he's continuing to eat what he said that he used to eat, he's not going to get any results, right? And you're you're spinning your wheels, right? Yep. But it's not all about running either. You need strength training. So as a busy professional as you are, how are you finding the time to do this? What is your workout routines for anyone out there listening can be like, oh, I'm just like him, you know? And first of all, much love for you because, uh, you know, as we see, there's more women that seems to be more interested in their health than men, and so uh I'm proud of you for for stepping up and doing what you're doing so let's let's talk to the men and the women out there and let them know what your schedule is for working out and and such
1: so i got I got two different routines and depending on how I feel uh this week i i uh, monday to, Monday and Tuesday I was up five o'clock to the gym by five thirty. Put some, put some work in at the gym. Uh, did some legs and core and back and bys and You know, mix it up throughout the days on whatever uh, body group I'm on. Um, if I don't get to it in the morning, I try to go right after work. So I get done at 3.30, hustle home, get changed, run over to the gym and work out from about 4 to 5 and then get home, get dinner together and that should be the rest of my day. So I'm trying to fit that gym workout in uh, at least – four to five days a week. Okay. Uh, I do my leg days on Sunday. Uh, so Sunday morning, get up. Now we're getting into fishing season now soon. So the, those morning workouts are, are going to be tough because I'm going to be trying to get out there and go fishing. But I, I'm going to try and incorporate them into to the afternoon. Um,
0: what, ta- what time does your gym gym open?
1: I don't know what time the gym opens. Uh, I know they're open when I get there at 5.30. Okay. That's about as early as I'm going to get there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And, and so, like you said, you know, you're going to have your seasons where you can commit more time to the gym and, and then right. you're going to have seasons where, you know, you might you might scale back. But you can always bring those those workouts that you've been doing in the gym. You could do them at home so that, you know, maybe you're not physically right. driving to a location, but, you know, the workouts and you could just bang them out right in your garage or in, in your house. Right. Um, yeah. Let me let me uh, let me ask you this. So you run three days a week two <laughs> two you're missing the third day all right cool yeah, so, um, some days some days I, some weeks i'll get
1: that third run in, but it's generally just on the tuesdays and thursdays um and, no that's not true I, i've been running on the treadmill in, in the gym too so i'll I try to get a cardio in on the off day i'll do maybe two miles i'll do 20 minutes on the treadmill in the gym
0: i'll tell so you what I, man doing that as well You're you're uh, improving all the time with your mile times and everything like that. Um, And for you to only was running two days a week. That's amazing. Um, Let's tell the listeners, too, because this podcast, this episode is all about um, having the right mindset, bouncing back from an injury. Right. And so let's tell them why it's important to do those physical therapy exercises that we learn in physical therapy and why your strength training is so important, you know, why it's a total package.
1: So you're not just running with your legs. You're using your arms. You're running, you're running with your core. Uh, you're running with, uh, you know, your abductors, your quads, your hammies, your shoulders. Everything's involved in, in running. So if you have a strong core, strong foundation, you you can run, uh, you know, more efficiently. So you know your strides are going to be farther apart and longer, as opposed to those you know struggling to get through that that workout.
0: Absolutely. Um, any any particular goals that you're working on at the moment?
1: Um, I, I'd like to get under two thirty. So you know, I got about four four more pounds to go. Uh, we, we got a vacation coming up, so uh, we'll we'll see how that affects that goal but um yeah that the that, that goal of mine is that and you know another goal of mine is just to be generally athletic and overall healthy you know like i said i, I like to go fishing so I, you know i got a boat take the boat out i don't want to have to worry about falling or you know if i do fall hopefully i'll be able to, to sustain the fall because i'll be in relatively good shape and be able to get up and you know carry on doing and doing uh we went ski- i went skiing for the first time in february in in 22 years no injuries from that went up and down most of the the blues that you know did some greens did some blues no 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 double black time just for me on the uh, ski slopes but uh it was a good time it was good to, you know get out there and ski for the first time in, in over twenty two. So mm-hmm. I, I want you continue to be able to do outdoor stuff like that and stay active and stay healthy and, and not worry about getting injured doing
0: them. and that's one of the things that I was stressing too that a lot of runners don't you know they didn't start off loving running, right um, your, your sport of choice may have told you go run laps, you know uh, But now as we age and we, we run because not only do we start to like it or love it or appreciate it, we're running because we love something else. like you love the outdoors and you want to be healthy for the outdoors. So that, that's good stuff, man. Um, besides the scale, any other non-scale victories that you've noticed along the way?
1: Uh, so I used to get a lot of heartburn. I used to, used to wake up in the middle of the night with heartburn. That is, I can't even tell you the last time I had it. It seems to be non-existent at this point. Um, more energy throughout the day. Uh, my clothes are definitely looser. I had have to get some new pants soon, so I don't know if that's positive or negative. So <laughs> got to get some new pants. Um, they're dirt loose and baggy and you know i keep drilling holes in my work belt because i don't feel like buying a new work belt. so <laughs> i keep drilling holes in it and you know i've lost about three inches in my waist
0: that's I, important
1: i i feel like uh a more efficient runner um, stronger in the gym there's just a whole list of them that go on and on
0: mm. you even you even beat a a 20 year old and some sprints
1: yeah, so we did 200-meter sprints. The first one, he got me by a half yard, uh, and then we, I decided, you know what, I'm going to get him in the second one, because I didn't give it all I had that first one. And uh, I gave it all I had, and I blew out the hammy on the backside. And that kind of set me back this month, but, uh, you know, did my own little physical therapy in the gym, some light weights, light reps on the, on the uh, leg press machine, some air squats on the Busu ball, uh, some one-legged squats and you know rehab myself back to where I need to get and uh, the the the, the, uh, the handy feels okay right now.
0: So but the funny, uh, yeah,
1: no more racing the twenty-year-old.
0: Yeah, the funny thing is, man, because sometimes you just can't take the um, you know before you got on. I talked about self-control and like we still can return to the sport that we love, like basketball, but now instead of jumping and dunking on people like you know you used to do now maybe you're taking jumpers you know what i mean like head range, head range. yeah mid range like <laughs> change with the as you age just start playing the game with intelligence and sometimes run, running uh you know sometimes we get competitive it was like let's get out there and sprint with the young ones and uh you know you did have that setback but what i appreciated about you is that you know you, kn- you knew what to do to get back in like you didn't you didn't throw in a towel and just say man this ain't for me you know not only did you beat them even though you had a setback, you're still out there and you're still inspiring the group by showing up and, and doing what you can. Speaking of the group, you know, uh, who who inspires you? You know what I mean? Like, like what motivates you to come out there and, and, and keep showing up? You know, I know you got your family. Your wife is out there. Now your sister-in-law is out there. It's yes. crazy. Um, but,
1: but it is great to go out there and run with the family. Um Katie has inspired me a lot because she's out there, she's doing her thing and she's working hard and she's improved so far from where she's come. She had, you know, extreme asthma before and now she's out there running these half marathons. I, ain't, I'm not running no half marathon. I'm not built for that. My, my knees won't take that anymore. I'm, I'm too big for them half marathons. So she's the athletic half marathon runner. And, you know, I'll do a, I'll do a 5k, maybe uh, what's the next one? A 10k. Maybe I'll, I'll throw that in there, but after that, I, I I'm I'm too beat up to do that after that. So she's she's inspiring getting out there doing those half marathons. Um, you know, you got my mother in law out there, she's doing doing a great job, lost a ton of weight, and then now my sister in law is out there doing it, and you know, it's 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 good for all of us to be out there as a family doing it together.
0: It is, Matt, and we appreciate you, man, because um it, it's nothing like having that support at home. And when Katie has the support system like you right there on the side, crossing finish lines, being there to, to run her back in, it, it's it's really a great thing, man. We thank you so much for your time coming on the the podcast today. Um, down over thirty five pounds, we're excited to see you know the 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 goals that you have. You're almost to, you're only five pounds away from one of your your milestones. Um, before we let you go. What can you say to our listeners who may be ready to start their journey tomorrow? I would
1: say, give it a shot. You you know what I mean? You, you, you don't know where it's going to take you and where it's going to lead you. Um, it's definitely good. You'll build lifelong relationships. I feel like this, this group is a little family. Um, we all get to get, get together and do these little things. And, uh, these race events are fun. Uh, we haven't done it recently, but after events, we all go out and get breakfast afterwards. So it's a nice little group, nice little family. Uh, you can lean on each other. Uh, um, everybody's there giving advice and supporting everybody. So it, it's a it's a good thing if you can if you can dedicate yourself to do. I mean, it's only an hour every Tuesday, Thursday, and maybe an hour on the weekend, hour and a half at the most. Get out there and do it because uh, it'll definitely help your not only physically, but Frame
0: of mind. So, and, and with that, Matt, I, I actually want to tell everybody. And since you're here, we, we'll we'll break each one of these down. It's a frame of mind. So when people hear run, keep calm and run to the best you. And they say, "I'm not a runner." You know, what I mean, I'll never be a runner. But what do you think about the walking program?
1: It's it's definitely. I mean, you can see the results of my my mother in law. I mean, she's the uh, she's the poster child for the walkers.
0: <laughs> out there. So the walkers are joining. And, and
1: you know it's right in the saying there it says keep calm well just stay calm and do what you can do i mean and it, i'm competitive so I, i'm i'm gonna go at it and, and you know try to beat everybody i'm trying to catch you coach and um but, you know not everybody has to do that if you just come out there for a camaraderie just to get together and and, and you know see people talk to people learn from their experiences do that then yeah you, you don't have you don't have to be out there setting no so records for your age limit. Just come out there, be calm, and, mm-hmm. and enjoy everybody.
0: And, and we, we also have the online participation. So there are some people, uh, Matt, that you haven't met yet, like Gina Davison from the United okay. Kingdom, jo- okay. Joanna Robbins. She's an online participant, um, and we, we give them schedules that they can work on, and they report back to the accountability group on on Facebook. And they got people cheering them on. I'm loving seeing like Gina Davison talk to Lisa Keating all the way from the other side of the world. You know what I mean? So and we're looking to grow that. And so we're looking to, to invite anyone that's listening to head over to our show notes and sign up for our online accountability program. And you'll get our health connection calls every Wednesday. The people that are plugged in, like Marie Geary, Jen Burke, Jamie, that's just to name a few, they're on every single week on that Health Connection Call. This every Wednesday from 6 to 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we invite you to join our program. Matt, thank you so much once again for your time. You worked hard today. you always killing it out there. You are an Thanks. example for so many. Norm is looking up to you. You know, Dave Addy, he came because of you and that support. You know, we, we can't thank you enough, man. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. Thank you. All
0: right, guys. As uh, as I close out today's episode, I just want to remind you, as we said, to keep calm. And re- remember, we're just one run or walk away from a good day, a good week, a good life. So keep calm and run to the best you, my friends. I'll talk to you next week.